0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Chapter 25, titled, The Characteristics of King Puranjana," Text number 3. Prechiniya parisam shataha Prachiniya parisam shataha Prachiniya parisam parisam shataha Karmas asaktamanasam karma asaktam Narado parmāsattama āsaṁ nārada Kripalu Katya Bodhya, Kripalu Samshataha, Prachiniya Bari Samshataha, aitomaisa saktamanasam karma atyatma narado so kripalu Prachanyabharisan. Anto king prachanyabharati. Anto kingabharata. O Vitura Karmasu. Karmasu. In fruitive activities. Infrutive Ashakta. Attached. Manasam. With this mentality. Narada. Narada. The great sage narada. The great sage narada. At- Atma. Atma. Spiritualism. 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 Tattu agnya. Tattu
1: agnya. Tattu agnya.
0: one who knows the truth. truth. Kripalu. Kripa Kripa Being compassionate. Pratya Pratyabodaya. Gave instructions. Translation by his devain pressina Prabhupada. Mm-hmm. While the princes were undergoing severe austerities in water, their father was performing different types of fruitful activities. At this time, the great Saint Narada, master and teacher of all spiritual life, became very compassionate upon the king and decided to instruct him about spiritual life. So we read the translation responsibly. While the princes were undergoing severe austerities while the princes were undergoing severe austerities in the, water, in the water their father was performing their father was performing different types of fruitful activities different types of activities at this time At this time The great Saint Narada The great Saint Narada Master and teacher of all spiritual life Master, master and teacher, teacher of all spiritual life Became very compassionate Became very compassionate Upon the King Upon the King And decided to instruct him decided to instruct him About spiritual life. About spiritual life It's a short and a sweet purport by Srila Prabhupada. We are going to discuss on this purport a little bit. So all of you be attentive because there will be question and answer session on this purport. Okay? <laughs> it's a very interesting purport. That's what the purport itself is very, very good and we are going to discuss on this about the purport only. So all of you please be attentive. Pointed out by prabhavananda Saraswati Kapura, a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya, Kaivalya or merging into Brahman effulgence is just like going to hell. He similarly states that elevation to the upper planetary system for the enjoyment of heavenly life is just so much fantastic fantastica gloria this means that a devotee does not give any importance to the ultimate goal of the karmis and the jnanis the ultimate goal of karmi is promotion to the heavenly kingdom and the ultimate goal of jnani is merging into Brahman effelchants. Of course, the jnanis are superior to the karmis, as confirmed by Lord Chaitanya. Koti karmasta madhya jnani sheshta. One jnani, or impersonalist, is better than many thousands of fruitive actors. Madhya Lila Chaitanya Charita Madhya Lila 19.147 Therefore, a devotee never enters upon the path of karma or elevation by fruitive activities. Narada Muni took compassion upon King Prachiniya Bharat when he saw that the king engaged in fruitive activities. In comparison to mundane workers, those who are trying to be elevated to the higher planetary system by performing agyas are undoubtedly superior in pure devotion service. However, both karma and jnana are considered bewildering features of the illusory energy. Om Timarandasya chakshu Sri Chaitanya Manopistham Stakitam Nenabhutari Swayam Rupa Kadamahim Tadatispa Tadam. Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nikyananda Shri Advaita Ganavara Sviva Sadi Gaura Bhaktiveda Hare Krishna Hare Bhaktiveda. So, what is going on here? Because, in the PowerPoint, it is said, the princess, the father, you know, who is the princess, who is the father? Okay, so what's going on in this chapter? This chapter has just begun. We are on to verse number 3. So, what was happening in the previous verse? Sorry, previous chapter, 24. What has happened? What's the title of the previous chapter? Look into your, you know. It is not a, a closed book examination. It's an open book. Chanting the song. Of? Chanting the song sung by Lord Shiva. So, Prenshiniya Barisal. Okay. He, if you want a very quick introduction, We are going back, revisiting chapter 24, text number 9 and 10. Can you quickly read number 9 and 10? The great sage, Maitreya, continues. My dear Vidura, Haviradana's very powerful son named Barisa was very expert in performing various kinds of frutal activities. He was also expert in the practice of mystic yoga. By his great qualification, he became known as Prajapati." Okay. Nice. So, he is one of the Pachapati. He, he was continually, continuously doing fruiting activities, that is karma, uh, basically fruitful activities, you can say. You know, is karmi, basically. But he is following according to the Vedic principles. Okay, That is why there is also a reference by Srila Prabhupada towards the end of the Purport where he says mundane goddess. So, we are going to talk a little bit later on this. Yes, but what's the next verse also? 9 and 10. So, we just now read the 9. Right? I will read 10. Maharaj Bharishad executed many sacrifices all over the world. He scattered Kusha grass and kept the tops of the grasses pointing eastward. So, what he was doing is King Prachaniya He is coming from the descendants of Dhruva Maharaj, then Prithu Maharaj, and then Prachaniya the is the which, which was spoken on the Verse number 9 and 10. Now, Prashini Bharat was doing continuous Vedic sacrifices. Right? One after another. He finishes one and then he will start another one. And then he will start another one. Then he will start another one. Why is he doing that? Why is he doing a lot of austerities or Vedic sacrifices? Because if you do Vedic sacrifices, you will get two advantages. What are they? One, you acquire a lot of piety. In this material world, if you want to do anything, you need piety to do it. You can't achieve anything without piety. Even to walk, you need piety. To talk, you need piety. We have all ac- acquired piety in a previous birth. Otherwise, we would be dumb and you would be blind. We have got some piety. To get a job, to come to Australia, whatever we see everything needs piety. That's why the human being, human birth is given to us. So, one is piety, another one is you can store lot of future pleasure by doing austerities, by doing Vedic sacrifices. You know, you are assured that in the future you have a lot of pleasure in storage. So, for this reason, Prachaniya Bharat was continuously doing. He will stop. He will start one sacrifice. He will finish, and then he will start another one, like a continuous, you know. Like you see sometimes a chain smoker. Have you seen that? (laughs) (laughs) With the two hands, you know, continuously. So, but that is a chain smoker. But this is our chain produce activity performer. (laughs) Differences (laughs) there. So. Coming back to this verse when it says princes, who are the princes? The ten, yes. sons, the ten sons that we have with the daughter of the Yes. So Prachiniya Bharisa had got ten sons. They are known as Prachetas. They were very united unlike the Kali Yuga brothers. <laughs> okay, very united. Wherever they go, they go together, they do everything together. Obviously, they eat separately, not in one place. <coughs> but they were very united in their mission, They desire to serve the Lord. That is okay. Now, who is the father? It says, you know, while the princes were undergoing severe austerities in water, their father was performing different types of fruitful activities. Who was the father? Who is the father? So, what's happening here? On one hand, the children, the sons, were doing austerities in water. So, what they're doing austerities? They're not doing ordinary austerities. Going back to one verse, back, going back one verse. All the prachetas, pracheta princes, simply stood in water for ten thousand years and recited the prayers given to them by Lord Shiva. How many years? last week, when I was about to go into the altar, obviously I have to take a shower. And when I went, I realized that the hot water was not working. <laughs> okay? But I have to take a shower. So I was panicking, you know, and unf- and uh, sorry, I should not be commenting. These days, you know, our brahmachari ashram is so, you know, secure that you can go to vaikuntha but you cannot enter Waikunta. Like <laughs> Because for Vaikuta you need Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama All the seven doors will open. <laughs> but there is only one door in our Brahmacharya Ashram. It never open.
1: <laughs>
0: you should have an electronic system. Which I don't know. So what can you do? I was panicking. At the time, luckily, you know, somehow we got hold of uh, our maintenance, Lord Vishnu. Of the temple. Who is that? Parabrahma Prabhu. the a maintainer. <laughs> Parabrahma Prabhu is the temple maintainer. So it's almost like Lord Vishnu, you know. He appeared and then he spoke and all, and all day. And because what I was doing, I was scared, you know. I was turning, you know. I thought there will be little bit of warmth, you know. I was going, let putting putting my hand, it was cold. Then putting, I said, I can't. Because in the the temple room, when I come, I'll be shivering, you know. Then I'll be thinking, oh, the Poojari is out of, you know, uh, Bhava. (laughs) (laughs) But I know my (laughs) condition. Okay? So, somehow, you know, I was basically, you know, had a quick shower with water. So, what I'm trying to say is, with our Kali Yuga body, we can't even, I can't even take shower in cold water. They stood inside the water, not hot water. Did it say hot water? <laughs> no, cold water. So just imagine. You know, one minute or ten, five minutes I cannot stand. But ten thousand years, he stood into cold water. And therefore, Lord Vishnu also thought, I will also enter cold water. And then he came into the water and came to okay? So, here what's happening is, the sons, the ten sons are doing severe austerities. Right? But the father is doing Routine activities continuously, one after another. Okay, so uh, in this purport, there is a progression which Srila Prabhupada is talking about. Okay, we'll discuss very, very, anyway, somehow I like this purport, maybe because (laughs) I was trying to read a few times. Then only I understood, you know, how Sheila Prabhupada's purport is so intense and so meaningful. When I studied once, did not understand. Twice, thrice, and some reference and all that. Then I was trying to understand this, you know, because it's very hard. Let me understand, understand. And then I was trying to make some deduction, okay, on the, of this purpose. So, here, what, so, okay, here, yeah. Uh, it says, Srila Prabhupada is saying, Of course, the Jnanis are superior to Karmis as confirmed by Lord Chaitanya. Koti Karmistha madhye ek Jnani One Jnani or impersonalist list is better than many thousands of fruitive actors. Okay? Now, elsewhere we know Srila Prabhupada always says that you know karma yoga, karmis are better because they use the senses in the service of the Lord and eventually they've got a the potential to realize God and all that. Here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying a jnani is better than a karmi. But understand that a jnani speculates, he doesn't know about the, the Lord because his realization is incomplete. There are three kinds of God realization, correct? What are they? What are the three stages or three uh, means of understanding God? Brahma, <laughs> Brahma realization, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. Now, the Jnanis, they know only Brahma. They know that the Lord is fully effulgent, the light coming from His body. That's all they know. And they don't know that it's coming from the Lord. All they know is light. Thousand watts, stilly lamp. Krishna is. Made up of 10,000 watts Philip lamp. That's it. They don't know anything beyond that. Okay, And they want to take shelter of this light because of incomplete knowledge. Brahma, the decision. And always it's content. Okay? Because we, as spirit soul, we are very active in nature. What will you go and do in a thousand watts uh, room where it's full of light? How much can you stare at it? You have to take prashadam. <laughs> you have to talk to devotees. Okay? So they fall down. So it's, it's, it's content, basically. Now here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying, and therefore, Sheila Prabhupada is quoting that in this purport. Why? What is the reference? Why is he making that point? Why is, again, Sheila Prabhupada making a point that the jnanis are better than karmis? Not only that, he is saying, that the karmi, that the jnanis, okay, whatever the karmis do, they get only one millionth of the effect of the jnanis. He said the koti, right, one million. So, whatever the karmi, uh, karmi gets only one millionth of the benefit of the jnani. So, he's putting jnani as a very high level, <coughs> isn't So, what is the reason for that? Why is he comparing this? Because at least they, they know that they're the soul, not the body. So they are um, doing some spiritual activity. Mm. And they f- purify the body. Correct. And in fact they're doing based on the Vedas. Okay? Because in the last verse, Sheila Prabhupada talks about mundane workers. We'll come back in a minute. Okay? Because, see, karmis are better than mundane workers. What is mundane workers? We see in this Melbourne, anywhere in the world. The current uh, population. They go to work, they come back, earn the, take the money, take care of the family. That's it. This is a mundane worker. This is not according to the Vedic principle. According to the Vedic principle's uh, Lada, uh, yoga ladder, the lowest rung is karmis. You know, they do everything, but according to Vedas. But these mundane workers they are not even following Vedas. So therefore, they at the bottom run. So here, okay, that's one point. Anyone else? The fruitive workers
1: are doing everything for the body, because then again to enjoy they have the body. Yes. Whereas the jnani is at least coming out of the body platform, even though it's still the humble realization, but some spiritual realization and some. Some connection to even if it's lots of effulgence only, whereas the fruitful progress is doing all the Vedas, following all the austerities, again to get into the body only. So, what's the use of the knowledge which do not give you progress?
0: Correct. Which not Correct. Saved. That's also right. He's stuck in the metal world, you know. He's doing only for the body. There's no understanding of soul whatsoever. Because we have to understand that this body, okay, which is comprising of the gross body and subtle body, both is given to us by the Material nature. Through Krishna's arrangement. It's not given by you know it is given by Krishna by, by the material nature. The material nature is given this gross body, subtle body, and that will be taken away. So therefore Krishna is saying you are a soul. You are not the gross body or subtle body. It's like a like a telephone. I give the phone to you and afterwards I'll take it back. So material energy is given this body, and the body is constantly growing. At the old age, body will be taken away. It will be, you know, it will be burnt or whatever maybe, you know. Later, questions. Sorry. Because I've got some line of thoughts, Prabhu. Sorry. (laughs) I will take the questions later. Okay? So that is also right. Because if you are in the bodily platform, you keep rotating in the cycle of birth and death and there's no way for you to understand that you're a spirit soul. And therefore, nanis may be better. Yes, Prabhu. Anything else? Anyone else?
1: the proper, uh, proper is giving that comparison to show in comparison to devotee how to low is the standard of uh, the protein by showing that even from
0: impersonalism it's so low, and what to speak of from devotional platforms very low. I'm yes. not setting the point. point, sorry. point. sorry, you're telling the point. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you're asking a yeah, question. Prabhu, yeah. comment. No, if there is related to this question, yeah. you can answer. Otherwise, you know, yeah. Because what happens is, are the questions comment later, Prabhu, if you don't mind. Is it related to my question? You're answering that? You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay, sorry, Prabhu. Mm-hmm. Prabhu? Uh,
1: Krishna,
0: Prabhu?
1: The, the happiness
0: obtain in fruity activities, that is, you know, 40 events in time rather than that of Okay. So, what I thought is, here, Prichaniya Bharat is doing fruative activities. Right? And in the next verse you see, this is a link. What is there? At that time, the great saint Narada, master and teacher of all spiritual life, became very compassionate upon the king and decided to instruct him about spiritual life. Prichaniya Bharat is doing fruative activities. Okay, it's a karmi. Now, if someone is doing addicted to coffee, we have to tell him not to drink coffee. Right. If you keep on telling him, don't drink coffee, don't drink, it's bad, you know, he will get angry with us. So, first he wants to tell that there is something better than karma yoga or karmis, you know, for the of activity is doing. There is something better. So, he is saying that jnanis are better. So, this is approach, okay? Jnanis are better. Then, what is the first line of the purport? According to prabhananda saraswati takura a great devotee of lord Chaitanya, kaivalya or merging with effulgences just like a <clears throat> hell so here we are saying karmis okay? jnanis are better than karmis then a devotee is saying jnani is like a hell so it's completely ruled out so why are you doing something where it's something like a hell and then comes the mundane workers. So the hierarchy is mundane workers who are not following Vedic principle. then comes kar- Karmis who are following Vedic principles, but according to the Vedic scriptures, then comes jnanis because they've got some understanding about the sword, and then comes Srila Prabhupada. Bhakti. Because when it comes, when you when you see everything through bhakti, this becomes inferior, for example mundane example. There is zero, there is one. Two. Everything has got value, right? If there is a checkbook for one million, if you don't put zeros, it's only one dollar. Zero has got value actually. So zero has got value. But when compared to one, the zero value is inferior. Though when compared to two, the value of one is inferior. But when you compare to the value of ten, what is the value of zero and one? Much inferior. So, if you see excluding bhakti, don't take bhakti into consideration. Don't take Krishna into consideration. Every mundane workers, I am going to office. I am working. I am not cheating. I am doing, getting money. I am taking care of family. What is wrong? Nothing is wrong. I am following, I am fo- Australian citizen, right? I am following rules and regulations. I have got a permanent resident. I am also driving my car. I have got a license. I am going through the Green, right? Green light. Not through red light. So, I am a good citizen. Anything problem with that? I am paying rent and living. I bought the house. Nothing wrong. And, that, okay, that level is there. Mundane workers. Then, above that is karmis, where I follow according to the religious principles, Vedas. I get married according to the Shastra. I produce children according to the Vedas, you know. I do offering to the demigods. I please them because demigods are the one who gives us all the necessities of material life. I take care of them. I go to Durga temple once a month. Anything wrong? Then, jnanis are better. Because they know that they are spiritual. They are different from the body. The body is going to deteriorate over a period of time. Whether you like or not. But soul is a part. It's a soul, spiritual. That's it. We can't say part of Krishna because Krishna is not in the picture now. Soul. Because we are, aware, we are different from the body, soul. And the soul is superior. It doesn't decay. It doesn't die. Okay? It is all good. But when you compare to Krishna, who is a source of everything, including material and spiritual, this becomes inferior. Mundane worker is not connected to Krishna. Because as a soul, we are part and partial of Krishna. This is our full understanding. If you don't have that understanding, if you're not connected to Krishna, then it doesn't make any sense. So the mundane worker is doing everything for his sense gratification, for his pleasure, not connected to Krishna. Therefore, it's a problem. And the karmis, they're doing everything, but still, for their own benefit, not again, not they may connect to demigods, but not connected to Krishna. The jnanis, they know, but incomplete realization of the Lord. The prime minister is coming, You are calling him as a secretary. You are the government secretary, you are not a prime minister. They are offending the prime minister. You have to respect him. You are the prime minister of the country. If you tell him, oh, you are just a secretary, you are just doing, you are a servant of the country. If you tell him, no, Krishna is like that. He is a Sarva Loka Maheshwaram. Everything is coming from Krishna. The material spiritual. This is how powerful, this is how powerful is Krishna and that is how we are discussing. is not an ordinary person to be lightly taken. Such a powerful Lord Krishna. To understand him itself is you know, one of the, you know, our previous uh, gift, As Srila Prabhupada is a naturalist gift to understand about the Lord. We are all part and parcel of Krishna. Which God did any... Uh, Uh, Muruga or Ganesh or Shiva said that you are Mamai Vamsa Jeevaloke you are part of me? Did Shiva say Mamai Vamsa Jeevaloke? Did Durga say that? No. Krishna says in 15th chapter Mamai Vamsa you are all part and parcel of me. Mamai Vamsa you are Amsa you are Amsa of me. Me. So therefore Krishna claims a responsibility for all of us, no other God claims. And therefore, we should be indebted to Krishna. Because we belong to Him. And therefore, we have to serve Him. We are part and parcel of. Him. Hmm? And the other point is, karma is right. They want sense gratification. They do anything for that. And because of sense gratification, they will be stuck in this world. There is no way they are going to go. But jnana is the one plus point is because of that detachment from the material energy they have got a chance to proceed further. But if the realization is incomplete or if they have not lived properly, again there is a problem because of speculation. Hmm? Speculation. Now, a question I am asking you Prechini is doing austerities according to Vedas. Okay? He is doing one Vedas, one austerity, he is finishing off, he is doing another one, he is doing according to religious principles. Why is Narada Muni going to disturb that? Just leave him alone. Now. What is the need for Narada Muni to go there? Because he is doing animals in That is later. We have not come there. Now he's just, he started the sacrifice. But Narada Muni is going to stop. That if we know the whole story, sometimes we go to the movie, right? If you know the whole movie, okay. second time when we go, we'll be pondering, Oh, next time the villain is coming. The hero will be saved, no problem. But this is the first time we are entering, we are seeing the movie for the first time. So Narada Muni is going to Prachaniyapara, that's the scene right? We have not read uh, 10 cantos of Bhagavad Gita. We are just on to the 4th canto, verse 4.25.3. Okay? We should not release it. We should not know the climax now. Okay? It's just a move. We have begun. So, why is Narada Muni planning to go to Prachaniya and disturb him? He is doing sacrifice. He is doing it. His son is doing more uh, austerity. He is also doing according to religious principle.
1: Because
0: of compassion.
1: Compassion. Why did the
0: compassion come? Why he didn't go for other devotees? Why only Prachaniya Bharat? So many people are in compassion. There is some connection. Because Prachaniya Bharat is following the religious principles to the perfection. Sorry? Because he is following the religious principles to the perfection. He is following all the Vedas. The purpose is not so many people were following religious principles Daksha was also following but why Naradamuni did not come and stop him he could have chopped no all counter curses curses would have been stopped and his head would have been saved <coughs> but he did not go why Prachaniya Bharat Prachinaya Bharat is coming from the line of Dhruva Maharaj his disciple so naturally, he wants to save his disciple. This is how a guru relationship comes through this we study. See how he's saying the spiritual master is saying the disciple. Yesterday we had the auspicious of what? Yesterday, yes, the puja of whom? So the guru protects the disciple. That is why we are doing. We're not, uh, we are also a little bit selfish. <laughs> in a sense we serve the Guru so that Guru also protects us you know if the Guru says you serve me I will not protect you <laughs> I don't know I won't be there either. so the Guru's protection is there imagine Dhruvam Maharaj has come and gone his disciple and then after that then Prithu Maharaj has come after that all this and now is Prachiniya and his son Narada Muni is coming to save you know what is you know if you go through the Srimad Balam you know how it is. You know, he has got a son he got married, he has got another son, and that son produced another son, he produced ten children. Out of these children, you see the you know, read that, it'll be so confusing. And Muni remembers all that. He says, Listen, this is a descendant of uh, my disciple, let me go and serve him. Because if uh keeps on doing this, he is not going, he is not going back to God anymore. Right? There should be some connection to Krishna. We are lucky because if there is some connection to Krishna, may not be this birth. At least next birth we will go back. Or the next, in, in two births we will go. There's a chance there. But if you don't know Krishna, we will never go back. That's the advantage of Krishna consciousness. So, narada Muni is going because he is a descendant of Dhruva Maharaj. And Krita Maharaj too, you know. That is the reason he is going So upper respiratory, uh, upper planetary systems, okay? Because I'm a chemist I when I say I, I always mean UTI, UTA upper respiratory tract. <laughs> upper, uh, what? Uh, URI, you know? URT. And UTI is urinary tract, all this, you know? We have been used to that. So when I say upper means, i to do upper. upper, 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 upper right? Now, in the upper planetary system, okay? In the upper planetary system, why would one want to go? What is the reason one does this austerities, right? Like the Vecchini apparat. Who does sacrifice after sacrifice because he wants to enjoy? Okay. Now, why does one want to go to the upper uh, planetary systems? Why? Because of better quality enjoyment. Yes. You know, the life there is very long life. You need not have to take you know multivitamins every day. <laughs> long life guarantee no cholesterol tablet right long life is given there and everyone is good looking and beautiful okay very opulent their death will come but after so many millions of lifetime so just keep the death aside you know so this is the opulence of upper upper planetary system so much awful so everyone wants to go there hmm? but what about Krishna's abode how is it how it will be the abode of the lord perfect, huh? perfect. perfect. in what way in every way in this world do anyone have or anyone is living without any anxiety for example tomorrow I will have my job one day when I go I still have my job my colleagues will treat me nicely my manager will really appreciate all my work and I will finish off my mortgage in 5 years are everyone free from that? No. The material life means anxiety. Because it's external. The body is external to the soul. And therefore, there are planted problems which will surface up based on your karma. When I was five years old, karma is no karma. Less. But as you grow, ten years, one will pop up. <laughs> Eleven years, one karma will pop up. Because... I can just tell personally you know when I was in grade 6 11 years one day I came from school and severe problem stomach problem I was like a snake curling I still remember that in my school because I come from the school bus you know school bus picked me up and you know they dropped me they kicked me onto my house you know and my sisters were saying what is that I cannot bear this So much pain and then when it, when I went to the doctor around 8 830 that was you know the secure system they said that I could hear because I was lying the doctor was saying this boy has got appendix at the time I'm talking you know 20 25 years back you know or even later even 30 35 years back he has got appendix if that is not operated by midnight he will not survive. I hear this talking to my mother. (laughs) No, no. But I did not bother about it at that time. No philosophy, nothing. Right? I thought, let me die. But I don't want operation. (laughs) I tell you. Then I called my mother. I said, what is it? Mother said, nothing. Some problems. Some medication they give. No, I heard. I don't want operation. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'll die. (laughs) You know, I can. I'm talking to my mother. Mother said, don't worry. She convinced me, no, no, that's something, you know, problem. They'll give something. <laughs> so, I was taken to the hospital, to the uh, medical hospital, government medical hospital in Kaimantur. Because that's what they do, all the surgeries. So, before, you know, surgeries will be done only in government hospital. Because if someone dies, you know, it'll be easier to, you know, write a certificate. <laughs> <of them>. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in private hospital. Now it is all, you know, system is all compliance. So all this. So, it's very easy to dispose the body and put it <laughs> in a mortgage, whatever it may be, mortuary and all that. So, they took me, you know, and all that. And then uh, this person said, don't worry, everything is fine. Then I had my own doubts. My mother said, no, oh, just check it, You know, but you know how, you know, suddenly uh, all this, everything is gone, anxiety and all that. And then the doctor took me to the room and he put the injection you know, anesthetic at the time. He said, okay, can you count one, two, three, you know? Uh, I said, one, two, three. And whenever I woke up, all people, my re- relatives all are surrounded. <laughs> and I touched my stomach. That's a big, you know. Band. Those days, they put around six or seven stitches, you know. Cut the body, just like cutting our <laughs> you know, Cut it
1: and
0: put stitches. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nowadays, I heard the other devotee, one of the devotee had appendix recently, you know. I said, Did they cut? No cutting. No cutting. What did they do? Just one hole and drilling. (laughs) What is this? Drilling and then spotting out, you know, with a laser and cutting all this, you know. But I went through this uh, mechanical system. (laughs) Mechanical engineering. They cut it and trace it and cut it. And next day they showed me. It was nothing but a bladder Appendix means it is just extra growth like a like a finger which is full of impurities. Oh. Karma. Did I want that? Did I want that operation? I was struggling. And doctor said, three months resting. Rest in the sense, don't lift another. At the end, you know, but you know, no, no playing too much and all that. So it recovered, you know. Now even I've got this mark, you know, eight, eight stitches. And then after uh, 10 days, you have to go and remove the stitches. Then other problem. (laughs) You will will pull it out and it will be like, you know, like some of the punishment in hellish, you know, it resembles that. Hellish punishment will be like that. You know, one minute, you know, it will be too much painful, you know. Like that, just take it, all the stitches, and then it recovered and all that. So this is the karma will pop up. And then what happened? The following year, I thought, okay, I got rid of this problem. The following year, my pro, uh, throat was swollen because I, I used to eat lot of ice cream. Appendix. Doctor said within one week if it doesn't do appendix, yeah, what is that? Tonsillitis. Appendix, this one. Tonsillitis. If you don't do, if you don't do, then a problem, you know, because it's got infection. And I think there is some infection, dots something. Uh, tonsillitis. So tonsillitis. on the next year removed. Then the third year I thought, what is to remove? Let them remove my head. <laughs> Like Daksha, I did not know Daksha's story. Once for us we move it.
1: Problem.
0: We don't know when the karma comes. Suddenly it pop up. So many problems. So that's so these are all the problems, okay? Now all the problems will be eradicated by going to Krishna. In every way, as Prabhu said, every way. Because the body is spiritual. You can take, like yesterday, how many people take in lot of sweets? You know, today you know, and tomorrow after a few weeks you will know your blood sugar will go up. Now, if you eat in limit, it's okay. If you keep on eating, you know, like, a, like a, you know, a nuts or something, you know, like yeah, a ground yeah. nut or something, you know, if you keep on eating, then there's a problem, you know. So. This problem will not be there if you go to the spiritual world. You can participate in Vyasa Puja. Well, Maharaj also will be there. You can still have Vyasa Puja in the spiritual world with Krishna. But no cholesterol. No blood sugar. Okay? And no medication. No chemist shop in this spiritual world. No chemist shop. You know? Because everyone else, this time when I went to India, everyone took me, you know, before, some 20 years back or 15 years back, when we go to India, they will come, so this is my altar, I am worshipping Durga, Ganesh, whatever may be. This time, this is our medication cupboard. Do you know, are you taking this, are you taking this, are you taking D, vitamin D for the leg, vitamin E for the eyes, all this, you know, they have got full rack. I am also surprised that the similar thing is also existing in our Brahmacharya Ashram.
1: <laughs>
0: full one, full rack for medication, <laughs> right? From vitamin A to Z. So this won't be there in the spiritual world. No medication, no surgery. If I have appendix, you no know, Krishna will come and touch like this; it go away. No surgery. First of all, it won't be there, in case, you know, if in the spiritual world, if I keep on eating mud, you know, if I compete with Krishna, and even if I develop appendix, then also no problem. Saracan is done. freely, No problem. Body, no appendix. Huh? The spiritual body, no appendix. In case. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> in case, sir. because Krishna will eat mud, okay, we will try to compete with Krishna. I was trying to compete with Krishna and I was thrown into the material world. Okay? Now again if I compare and if I eat mud, even if it develops, no surgery I am saying. So for that at least we should go. <laughs> no surgery. And finally, no doctors. No doctors. In spiritual world. Okay. Because doctors are a big problem, right? They will experiment our body. <laughs> Basically. So no doctors also. So, for this reason, you know, bodily problems won't be there and we will not die. See, in the battle world, all the relationships are very nice, but temporary. Husband has to leave the wife, wife has to leave the husband, children has to leave the mother and everyone has to die. Unfortunately, this is how the world is set up, right? All the relationships are temporary. Today, the relationship is there, but tomorrow it may collapse or it may die. Very notorious place, dangerous place, Mickleburg. So, if you want permanent relationship, permanent place of residence, not Australia, it should be Goloka. If you want, let us apply for (coughs) visa now. The visa is available in 197 Tank Street. (laughs) (laughs) Visa for Mickleburg. And the processing, one of the processing officers is Sukadev Prabhu. <laughs> Process the visa. <laughs> so get connected to him. And then you can go back. No appendix, no tonsillitis, no it is, it is, nothing, no, nothing. Everything. Go with one way to One way to Correct. <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now we will stop here. If there is any comment, questions, corrections. Yes. Prabhu, Sorry, Prabhu. You have some comments or something. Prabhu. Please. I was only mentioning that even gyanis
1: have got some. They want some mystic perfections. It's a loophole that they also fall into. They want oh. some perfection. Like Anima, Garima.
0: Now, what is the problem? Why it is wrong to have perfection? if they have, okay. No. Have body no. yeah. the body but conscience. it's good, no. <coughs> and they want perfection. But why it is wrong? Because they want to profit, adoration, distinction. No, the problem is. Yeah. They don't know how to use it, and therefore anything if you misuse in the material world, there is effect of karma. Anything except in the service of Krishna. The metal energy reacts with us in the form of karma. You react to the metal energy, right? The metal energy is not good. Put it this way. The metal energy is very violent. Understand? Anything you react to the metal energy, it gives you a punch in the form of karma. That is how it is. So with the devotee attitude, the metal energy is soft because everything you are doing for the pleasure of Krishna and therefore the metal energy is soft. Otherwise it will punches you. And one of the punches is like this. If you do austerities and if you get mystic yoga, you try to use and you try to manipulate the metal energy. The moment you manipulate the metal energy, you get a reaction from metal energy. You should know how to use it. It's like a knife, doctor's knife. If you don't know, the doctor himself can cut his finger. Right? The doctor is not God. If he doesn't uh, use his uh, instrument properly, he can cut his own body. So, so that is why everything, if you use in the service of the perfectionist, which is who is Krishna, then there is no problem for us because we know he is at that high perfectionist. When we use in Krishna's service, nothing to scare, nothing to worry. But if we use, in our service, our extended family service, then it's a problem exclusively for our enjoyment. But you connect to Krishna and enjoy. Yesterday we had a very big enjoyment. It is all good, you know. And there is no karma. You try to go and make, a, arrange a party in the pub, send Kilda pub and enjoy. See the karma. Yesterday we had a very good party. It is a spiritual party, no karma. So anything you connect to Krishna, no karma. Otherwise. Remember, we have to come and suffer. Now, One may think that, okay, this birth, you know, somehow I escaped through. But there is a next birth waiting. Because in the material world, we have to keep on looping around. It will not release us. Because every activity, the, the soul is bound by the material energy. We are soul, right? When we do a material activity, we are bound. Material energy binds the soul. Therefore, we should strictly not do any material activity. Preferably, when I say no activity means activity connected to Krishna in some form. For example, one may ask a question. That means you say you are telling me not to work. I should not work. I should become a full-time devotee. Not like that. If your propensity is to work, if you are an accountant, go and work, but connected to Krishna by giving a donation. You are getting about 150 k. Okay? Give some K to Krishna. <laughs> then you are connected. But if you don't give any K to Krishna, then you are a you're not okay. <laughs> problem. So that is the whole problem. You just Krishna has given the propensity, you work. Minimum interaction with the material energy. Because if you know that someone is bad, you try to be away, Right? material energy is a bad person. Unfortunately, that is how So, just watchful. Okay. This any other common questions? Yes, um, So, there are some people that say, like, I'm doing everything good. I'm not harming anyone. So I'm running my kind family of life. I'm not harming anyone. And following pretty much the good life. So, why do I need you? So, when I'm Telling you some someone they are giving me such excuses of not coming without me. Um, how do we respond to that? Or what can we do? According to scriptures, right? If you don't know that you are a spirit soul, you are in ignorance. If you do something in ignorance, there is punishment. <clears throat> it's not an excuse. Unfortunately, we have to teach them slowly, you know, not in a harsh way. If they tell them good, give prasadam. Somehow connect to Krishna. Somehow make them understand that they are the spirit soul. Because in ignorance, if you do right, still you know they are punished. You know what? Lack of knowledge. What is ignorance? Lack of knowledge. They don't know that they are the spirit soul, and therefore they are acting on the body. And therefore the material energy will not keep quiet. It will again give you reaction. So the best way is not to. You know, if they are too, you know. Attach and all that, maybe very subtly you can give prashadam or something, you know. But initial stages do not argue or you no
1: know,
0: argue. Them. Give some books. If 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 they feel that they're arguing with you through a you know through a, a verbal discussion, then better not to talk to them. Give indirectly books. Prashadam. Ask them to come for a program. There's a big gathering there. Come. You know, like that. Let them talk to other people. Because, but we'll keep on, you know, if they rub them on the wrong side, then it will be like a friction. Mm. Hmm? We have got a lot of resources, Prabhu. We have got books, we have got, uh, you know, uh, uh, big uh, gatherings, uh, gatherings uh, are there, pasty rikshas are there. Take him, you know, know what I mean? Like that. Mm. But don't keep on preaching if he doesn't like. Indirect resources. Give me pressure, on him, like that. Because it's very difficult. It's not easy them. They are on that side.
1: We are on this side.
0: Material energy and spiritual energy are two different energies of the Lord. But somehow they are connected in the material energy, material world. See, body is separate. Material energy, soul is separate. Spiritual energy. They are somehow connected in the material energy, material world through the form of body and soul through the false ego. So different energies. They have got different. Uh, One route going to Melbourne, one to Sydney, you know. They're different routes. So, it's very difficult. There's so much attached, you know. And not only that, from time immemorial, they've been attached to material energy. The material energy will not leave them. Unless they come out. It's not easy. So, we are all so lucky, you know, to get this knowledge and slowly See, Vedic life means moving from body to soul. That's Vedic life. If they are not doing Vedic life, that means they attach the body. That is lack of knowledge. One should somehow theoretically and practically know that we are a spiritual soul. At least if you are not practically doing to some degree, theoretically you should know I am a soul. If you don't know that, very difficult Krishna conscious. Theoretically you should know, yes, I am not this body because the body is growing, changing. Okay, we'll stop here. Gantaraj Sriman Bhagodam Kihe, Srila Prabhupada Kihe, Nithai Gaurav Prem.